You are now listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. That's right. You are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. How you doing today? I hope you had a good Independence Day. A happy 4th of July. I hope you ate, you saw some fireworks, you hung out with your people. Hope you didn't spread the coronavirus. Yeah, the the Delta variant is popping right now. That's the latest. And, you know, the jury's out. Should you wear a mask? Should you not wear a mask? Should you gather? Should you not gather? Should you get vaccinated? Should you not get vaccinated? Ah, hey, it's up to you, right? But this episode is not about that. But before I close on that, did you hear that... The current Biden administration wants to or is going to be sending people door to door to see if you got vaccinated. And when I was reading several articles about this, it was like, yo, how do you know if you got vaccinated or not? Right? They watching. They watching. Anyway, I digress as usual. But before I get started, you know I always want to know how you doing? How are you doing? Are you okay mentally? Physically, psychologically, spiritually, emotionally, all of the stuff, right? If you're not okay, I hope you find a pathway to okay. I hope you make yourself okay, but I hope you are okay. And if you're not, then get okay. Get better than okay. Be fine. Be awesome. You know what I'm saying? Drink your water. I always say drink your water, right? Drink water. Anyway, um, today's episode is about something I don't hear talked about a lot, but that affects all of us. Literally every living organism on this planet. What am I talking about? I'm talking about circadian rhythms. More importantly, I'm going to focus on circadian circadian rhythms, but biological rhythms. When researching for this episode, and I'll tell you how it how it came about, but um, the there are other biological rhythms that I was unaware of. You know, I, I, I did not know. I didn't know that all of these rhythms are, you know, integral in our day-to-day. You know what I'm saying? And um, for instance, have you heard of diurnal? Rhythm. Now that's closely related to circadian rhythms, but it's a night and day kind of thing. Diurnal. D-I-U-R-N-A-L. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Then there's, uh, ultradian rhythms, which are less than 24 hours. There's infradium circulunar rhythms, which is a monthly rhythm, rhythm, and a circa annual rhythm, which is a yearly rhythm. And there are others. There are others. There's all these rhythms, right? And if you've listened to me and followed uh, my podcast, you know, I talk about how black people, I'm black, of course, um, and, and African people are in touch with the rhythm of the planet. And that might be why certain people are a little more um, control freaks and hostile, I'll say, because they're out of touch. With the rhythm of the planet. But I had a different idea of the definition of the word rhythm. And when researching this, you know, I always, when I say, you know, certain people are out of touch with the rhythm of the planet. You know, I have to rethink the word rhythm, but I think it's still appropriate, you know, because the definitions of rhythm that I found, I guess really are applicable when you, when you, when you, when you think about them, but I, I, with the light, in connection with the life of the planet, you know, rhythm, and I have several definitions that I've found. And a lot of them related to music, right? Um, if you, if you search 
the word rhythm, you will find a lot of the definitions are tied to music. But the ones that I extracted that I pulled out um, for my notes for research for this episode. And I'm going to start, which I, I've been meaning to, but in the show notes will be links to any of the websites that I went to for research to find more information about whatever topic. And I may go back retroactively and try to add show notes to that, but I don't know. Anyway, rhythm. One of the definitions is movement, fluctuation, or variation marked by the regular recurrence or natural flow of related elements. I'm going to read that one more time. Movement, fluctuation, or variation marked by the regular recurrence or natural flow of related elements. Now, when I read that, it was kind of a head scratcher. You know, I had to really think about that and ingest it. And it's really not a definition to me. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. The next definition I have is a regular the definition of rhythm, a regular recurrent quantitative change in a variable biological process. And that is one that is applicable to today's subject, circadian rhythms. Um, an example of that definition is circadian rhythm. And again, I'm not going to read all the definitions twice, but I'm going to read this one. A regularly recurrent quantitative change in a variable biological process. So our circadian rhythm is a variable biological process, and it varies based on time of day and some of the main things that your circadian rhythm affects, which I'll get to that in just a moment. The next definition, a strong, regular, repeated pattern of movement or sound. And the last definition that I that I pulled for this um it was just very vague. It's a particular type of pattern formed by a rhythm. Now, if you follow me or listen to me, and if you have, I, I thank you very much. Share, like, subscribe, comment, do all the stuff. Um, support the show. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I, I've talked about how all things are connected. I often think about that song by Lauren Hill, Everything is Everything. You know, everything's connected and how our planet and the stars and all these things are in balance, right? They're in harmony. They're in sync. And how magical that is to me. Everything's just right. So our life can thrive here on this spinning ball of rock known as Earth. So, I'll tell you how I came up with this um, episode. It's because me, my wife and I were talking because, you know, we have a son that's in the late single digits. Um, he's uh, eight and a half years old, soon to be nine. And um, if you've listened, I have an episode with he and I talking when I said over about a year ago now, just about a year, maybe a little less, but it appears that sneezing may be a part of his circadian rhythm. And my wonderful, lovely, intelligent, beautiful wife came to that theory and shared it with me. And she's so smart. Oh, I love my wife. Um, but because he seems to sneeze several times between two and three o'clock in the morning, every morning. And she and I are typically up. And I'm just going to say, our circadian rhythms are fucked. I'm just going to say that. I, hey, I, hey, I'm just, it's just a fact. I don't, my, I'm all over the place. You know, being self-employed, having been self-employed for so long, my time is my own. And, you know, my wife supports the business and, you know, she homeschools our son. And, and you know, we're together all day, every day. And that's the by design. We wanted it like that. So, but we stay up all times of the night, you know, and, and, and we don't have a particularly regular sleep schedule. If I had to nail down my particular 
regular, what's the most regular schedule that I have? I go to sleep somewhere between 4 and 7 o'clock a.m. is when I go to sleep. Now, depending on whatever I have to do the next day, I may get up anywhere from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Somewhere in between there, I might roll my ass out the bed. Typically, it's around noonish. So I'm still getting my seven hours or so because on average, it's usually I go to bed between about five o'clock typically, but it does fluctuate quite a bit. But if I had to nail it down, uh, you know, from five to noon is when I sleep, but I don't really sleep because it's always interrupted because my eight year old who, you know, we don't have any alarm clocks. There's no alarm set. Okay. We don't have no jobs to go to. We homeschool. So there's none of that. Right. And we love that. But my son, depending on any exterior, you know, noises, birds, school bus, a truck, whatever, you know, but typically he's learned to, you know, he's evolved to, to ignore those sounds, but he will naturally wake up on his own somewhere between nine and 10 o'clock, you know, and then he'll come and jump and pounce to the bed with me and his mother. And, uh, you know, then typically mom gets up, goes feed the breakfast. Anyway, I'm not trying to go into the daily routine, but I'm, I'm mentioning all that because, um, around two to three o'clock, we'll hear him sneeze. And my wife swears it's every night. I don't think it's every night, but it is, it is far frequent. And she says she believes it's part of his circadian rhythm. And I, I, I've been thinking about that. You know, anyway, that's what prompted this episode. For me to dig deeper into circadian rhythms. And I said, you know what? I want to do an ep on this because I want to share this with people because I don't know how many people are aware of your biological rhythms, your circadian rhythm and how it affects us and, um, how really important it is to the rest of your overall health. And as you know, my goal of not just this episode, but of my entire podcast is to educate, is to enlighten, is to, to bring positivity to this planet. And, um, having this episode is, is, is just continues in that effort, you know, but he'll sneeze, he'll blow his nose, he'll go back to sleep. So I couldn't find any quirks like that, that are associated with circadian rhythms. Okay. I, I, I couldn't find anything particularly like that. Now, disruptions in your circadian rhythm can affect a variety of things. Your organs, your cardiovascular system, your metabolism, uh, metabolism, uh, gastrointestinal system, your skin. And all of these are systems, right? <clears throat> That run concurrently within our body. Our body is a miracle. It's, it's, I mean, you've got all these things contained within this skin, bones, muscles, your blood flow. This heart is pumping. These brain is electrically stimulated. These synapses are firing. All of this stuff is going on constantly. It's, it's magic. And I, we're already 3D printing human organs. In the year 2021. Okay. In 2121. I have no doubt. In a hundred years. The way technology and medicine is advancing. We'll be able to make a human. Will that make us the gods? Will the gods or God destroy us. Because we've obtained this knowledge. If God exists. If the gods exist. If you believe. Right. Allah. Buddha, Jesus, Jehovah, there's, there's all of these gods that we worship through these organized religions. And some people are so devout. Once again, I digress. I'm not going there today. Not today, but it's just amazing to me, our bodies that we, you know, we just really neglect and ignore until something goes wrong. You know, there are a lot of people that are in touch, are touch and tune with their body and exercise and eat healthy and, and, and whatnot. But, you know, these, these, these rhythms 
you know, and like I said, those are the things that can affect. And if your circadian rhythm is off, you may be more susceptible to diabetes, obesity, mental health conditions. Um, there are short-term disruptions in your circadian rhythm that may result in problems with memory or lack, excuse me, of energy. So what is a circadian rhythm? Huh? Glad you asked. The first scientific observation of a circadian rhythm was made in 1729, the year 1729 by the French astronomer Jean-Jacques Dortos de Marin. I practiced that, but this still came out whack. Okay? Anyway, French astronomer named Jean-Jacques. And he placed a mimosa plant in a very dark room with zero light. And he observed that the plant continued to unfold its leaves in the morning and close them in the evening. This plant was on its own rhythm. 200 years later, um, in the 1930s, a German biologist named Erwin Bunning determined that the bean plant leaf movement has a period of 24.4, but not 24 hours in the constant light condition and that the trait can be inherited, thereby establishing that the plant photoperiodism is controlled by an endogenous clock that can be synchronized by external stimuli. And that external stimuli for us is light. Sunlight in particular. Now, I can say based on the research that I've done that all of our circadian rhythms are unnatural and they definitely started being unnatural with the advent and creation of electricity. Once we were able to control the light inside of our abodes, it threw everything off because the sunrise and the sunset are there on purpose. They serve multiple functions, but one of those is the regulation of our circadian rhythm. But who do you know that has no electricity in their house or in their abode, right? No one. Now, sure, there's some indigenous people still on this planet. And there are some, I would imagine, a small amount of populace that still lives outside. And their circadian rhythms are tight. I bet you they got it going on. Right? But most of us aren't like that. You know, most of us are, you know, alarm clocks. And, you know, light. Light bulbs. The latest being LEDs, right? So, our circadian rhythms as a species is off. Suppose that was the, the answer, like, to humanity's problems, right? If we just went back and, and got our circadian rhythms right and we all became harmonious and didn't hate each other and caused all the drama and all the bullshit that goes on on this planet, that would be... That'd be great, right? Yeah. So this circadian rhythm, um, they regulate a small nuclei in the middle of the brain. They're called suprachiasmatic nuclei. We'll call it SCN for short. That's what a lot of uh, the medical community call it, SCN. And I'll say it again, suprachiasmatic nuclei. And... Nuclei themselves act as control centers in the brain. So, these circadian rhythms, again, they're regulated by these small nuclei in the middle of the brain. Now, there's a direct pathway that runs from your eyes to the SCN. That light plays the largest role in setting your circadian clock. Sunlight and other time cues 
how you used to keep your clock set from day to day. And this is why some blind people have problems with their sleep. Um, they don't get the time cues to set their circadian clock. So this, especially people that were born blind. So based on that knowledge and knowing that pretty much none of us are awakened by the sun, right? That's got to lead to our circadian rhythms being off. Now, I don't know if any of you have those um, light blocking drapes or curtains, or if you sleep in total darkness. You know, we all sleep in a variety of conditions, right? And these conditions vary based on a bunch of different factors, economic factors, um, and social, um, caste factors, bunches and bunches of different factors are involved on where we sleep, how we sleep, the environment we sleep, just the noise. I grew up born and raised in New York City. And I can tell you, if you do not know how to control your brain and block out external noises, you're going to have to relocate. Now, being born there in the city, you know, I was born and raised in, in, in Manhattan, upper Manhattan, otherwise known as Harlem and the Bronx. And so I was born into that noise. That, that noise has always been natural for me. And I'm talking sirens, all types of vehicles, buses, people, music, gunshots. I mean, just all of these noises that are constant. The city never sleeps, as they say. And there's never been a truer statement than in New York City. Always somebody up, out, doing something. I don't care what time of day or night it is. So I had to think the more I learned about these. I had known about circadian rhythms, but the more I dive deep into this research for this episode, I just, I, I couldn't help but come to the conclusion that, you know, our, our collective circadian rhythms and biological rhythms have been probably off for a long, long time. Now, prior to electricity, I don't know how much candlelight would have affected that. You know, one of the, the resets that you can do for your circadian rhythm, um, is to go camping. Right? Camping. And typically, you sleep in a tent, and what wakes you up is the sun. Right? Yeah. So, if you go camping for a few days, that can help to reset your circadian rhythm. Um, if you want to reset your circadian rhythm, another thing you can do is adhere to a routine each day and stick to that routine. That will help. Spending time outdoors when it's light outside to boost your wakefulness can help. Again, and this is a key this next circadian rhythm research, excuse me, reset point is, um, is something that is key to really virtually everything. And that's get enough daily exercise, a minimum of 20 minutes of aerobic exercise. You know, I found that when I was in the best shape of my life, um, I used to be a firefighter and I was also in the military and training for both of those put me in the best shapes of my life. And during those trainings, they were both six week programs. Exercise was daily and from definitely more than 20 minutes. And it really didn't matter what I ate. 
I felt good. My weight balanced itself out, you know, but I exercise daily. The next reset suggestion or uh, recommendation is sleep in an environment that promotes rest. With proper lighting, a comfortable temperature, and a supportive mattress. Also avoid alcohol, caffeine, and nicotine in the evenings. This last one, or there's two more, actually. I'll save the one that I want to for last. Um, Do not nap late in the afternoon or evening. Stay awake. You'll sleep better. But the last one is something that I know we are all susceptible to, all addicts to, all victims of. The suggestion or recommendation to reset your circadian rhythms is to power down your screens well before bedtime and try engage in something analog, such as reading a book or meditating. Hmm? How often do you hold your phone or tablet and that is the last thing you see right before you go to sleep? I dare say a lot of us, this person included, And I am going to make some adjustments to our lifestyle to see if I can successfully reset my circadian rhythm and my wife's. Because my son's good. He goes to sleep at a a regular time. He wakes up at a regular time. And see if that will help us feel better. Not that we feel bad, but we can always feel better. Because my wife and I, you know, I work off of my phone from the time I go to sleep to the time I wake up. I have several businesses that I run and I'm, I'm a news hound. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm always, there's a lot that I'm doing. This phone, and once again, if you listen to other episodes, it's not a phone no more. It's not a phone. It's much more than a phone. It's a communicator. It's, it's like the, the like Star Trek communicator. You know, it's, it's not a phone. The phone, talking on the phone is like the fourth fifth thing that I do with this device. I digress. Anyway, so those are things you can do to try to improve your health by resetting your circadian rhythm if it's out of whack, if you don't sleep at a normal interval, if, you know, you go to sleep with your phone in your hand, if you don't get enough exercise, you know, do these things and they can help. Um, I'm going to, like I said, list, I, I, there's maybe five to 10 different websites that I went. So you can, you can check those out if you want to. But, uh, maintaining your circadian rhythm is vital to your health. That's according to, to one of the websites that I went to research. You know, I, I saw this chart. I pulled up, there's a couple of, ch- a couple of different charts, right? And before I tell you some of the things about oh, that are on this chart, you know, I mentioned some of the health things that just your circadian rhythm, if it's off, can mess up. But just normally, there are things that your circadian rhythm controls. And one of them, of course, is your sleep pattern. Your sleep is very much controlled by your circadian rhythm. Um, something else that I didn't know is it controls your body temperature. Your body temperature, our body temperature, human's body temperature, fluctuates a lot. For instance, when we go to sleep, our temperature drops. And right before we wake up, our temperature increases. Now, I hadn't given that much thought, but when I, 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 um, read that today during this research, I just, I, I couldn't help but think, you know, our consciousness is coming out of sleep from that dream state 
possibly REM sleep if you've gone deep enough. And our body warms. And it made me wonder, is there friction in consciousness? Because as you know, friction generates heat. Huh? What do you think about that? Does consciousness have a, a friction to it? Or is it just part of our circulatory system and connected with our circadian rhythm? You know what I'm saying? Um, these environmental cues and synchronization to the 24 hour day, um, and is these, these temperature compensations and all these things affiliated and connected with our circadian rhythms and our biological rhythms are on automatic, usually, right? Yeah. Um, and it's been studies done, right? It changes based on your age, too. For instance, newborns don't even have a circadian rhythm yet. They don't even come in until they're like a few months old. And this is why babies don't give a fuck about your sleep. Because they're not on no rhythm yet. They're like, yeah, we just came out. What's popping out here? Yeah, I'm waking up. I'm going to sleep. I'm waking up. I'm going to sleep. I'm waking up. They don't, they, whenever they want, right? And they sleep erratically in the first, like, you know, the days and the weeks, even the months into their life. It takes a few months for their circadian rhythm to get established. But then, they begin to release melatonin. You ever heard of that? It was popping there for a while. I don't know if it's still as popular, but melatonin is what we secrete when it's time to go to sleep. And cortisol is what we secrete when it's time to wake up. Those are both hormones. Those are hormones that contribute greatly to our waking and our sleeping. Once again, one of these systems, you know, our body has got all these systems, these natural hormones that are just vital and integral in our everyday to day that we don't even think about. So cortisol develops from about two to nine months in babies. But yo, oh. Everything changes when them teenage years hit. Surprise, surprise. So for anybody that's listening that has teenagers, I have a grown daughter and, of course, my eight-year-old son. I've experienced teenage years, and I myself have been a teenager. There's a legitimacy to why you got to drag their ass out of bed and a legitimacy why they don't want to take their ass to sleep. Part of it is connected to their circadian rhythms. They experience a shift in their circadian rhythm, and it's known as a, it's called a sleep phase delay. And unlike their childhood years with, you know, like early bedtimes, teenagers, they may not get tired until much later in the night. And their melatonin, their levels, their melatonin levels don't even rise until closer to 10 or 11 o'clock. Okay. And that may lead to their, their, you know, them sleeping later. They have peak, teenagers have peak sleepy hours, and they're usually from 3 to 7 a.m., or maybe even later. Now, in adults, if by the time you've been a baby and a teenager, you get to some sense of normalcy, and in studies, adults usually get sleepy well before midnight. And that's usually around when the melatonin releases in their bodies. And their most tired is between 2 and 4 a.m. and 1 and 3 p.m. You ever wonder why you get sluggish in the afternoon? It's a natural thing. It is a natural rhythm of your body that you may feel sleepy. So don't beat yourself up if you're at work and you're like, damn. Is it the lunch? Is it some carbs I ate? Because I'm feeling sluggish. Nope. It's melatonin that's naturally released around that time of day in adults. But they all of these circadian rhythms, they 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 change 
with age, you know? And I just, for me, like I said, I find it fascinating. Some things that can contribute to throwing off your circadian rhythms if you work weird hours, you know what I'm saying? If you work erratic hours or you work night shift, travel is another one. You know, you ever heard that jet lag when you switch in these time zones? Because if your body is typically in one zone, because of course, man, we've done all of these splits and stuff. So we got all these zones of time. Makes sense, I guess. But if you're going somewhere where, you know, it's hours ahead or behind from where you typically are, obviously that affects your circadian rhythm. And your body needs to adjust. You know, also stress and also medications, some medications. And while I'm on medications, I'm going to come back to things that can throw off your circadian rhythms. But there is a, a medication that is used to treat and try to fix sleep disorders and circadian rhythms and the like. Right. And I'm laughing a little bit because when I was researching, I couldn't help, you know, side effects. The side effects of some of these medications are, I mean, frankly, they're laughable. They're not really funny, but it's laughable when you read them. So one, the medical term is modafinil and a common brand name is Provigil. Not being sponsored by these people by mentioning their names. I'm not sponsored by anybody. Anything I mention is purely out of a need to mention for this episode. Support the show, please. Value for value. If you can send a dollar, five dollars, fifty thousand dollars, my information is in the show notes. PayPal, Cash App, Venmo. I'll give you my address if you like. Email me at mikesopinion.com. Uh, my, excuse me, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. And, um, again, that's Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. If you want to send me a box of cash, email me. I'll send you my address and I'll be glad to get a nice shoe box full of cash. Uh, anyway, um, I digress, but I had to mention it, but I wanted to let you know that I'm mentioning these, these pharmaceuticals, which of course I'm anti-pharmaceutical, but these are, this is the drug that they used to treat people with these disorders. Typically, if you have a circadian rhythm disorder, you have a sleep disorder. And this drug is, um, the, the pharmaceutical name is Modafinil, is used to treat narcolepsy, sleep apnea, and what they call sleep work, shift work sleep disorder, which of course all lead to throwing off your circadian rhythm. The side effects, headache, dizziness, Difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep. I found that an odd side effect. You know, even though this is a stimulant. So, I I just, I found that odd. If you're trying to regulate somebody's sleep, that you make them stay awake. I guess the theory is, you make them stay awake as long as you can until they pass out. But other side effects are drowsiness, nausea, diarrhea, constipation, and gas. I don't know how mild or severe those side effects are, but I hope you never need it. Um, closely tied to circadian rhythm is the diurnal, diurnal rhythm. And that has a release of mycophilari into the peripheral blood predominantly at daytime. You know, medicine. These things that we've identified and discovered are amazing to me. You know, like I didn't even know we had a peripheral blood system. You know, like the periphery, you know, when you see something out of the side of your eye, there's one of those when it pertains to your blood system. Amazing. Amazing. To me. Right? So, before I go to that chart and the rest of the things, like I said, that that can lead to um, throwing off your circadian rhythm, you know, 
I just wanted to mention that, you know, I mentioned what the circadian rhythm is, but basically it's a 24 hour period. It's a rhythm that's uh, entrainable, which means it's, it's capable of a phase reset by environmental cues. And those are the things that I mentioned earlier, things you can do to reset your circadian rhythm. But, you know, our day here on Earth is 24 hours, roughly, right? Our planet spins, you know, and the sun, um, you know, goes around and, and all of these things that lead to our 24 hour day. You know, age is another factor too, you know, because I mentioned, you know, babies, teens and adults, but senior citizens, you got any senior citizens in your life? You know, they get sleepy. They eat dinner at what, 3.30 in the afternoon? Sleep by 7. Except for my mother, who is celebrating her 80th birthday. I love that woman. Oh, love my mom. And never been a mama's boy, but I, you know, I love my mother. I still talk to her almost every day. But my moms be hanging. Like, my moms probably would still go to the club. And I say that because we recently celebrated her 80th birthday. We was up at the, I took her to the casino. We was up all night, drinking, kicking it. My mom's is an anomaly, man. She's, wow. You know, and I got an episode with her, but the audio was horrible. I got, please support the show, yo. I need new computers, microphones. I need new stuff. I need to better produce this. Well, it was a great episode, but it's, you know, it's in the can. I tried to, 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 to twerk it and it, it's just doesn't work. Anyway. Things that can contribute negatively to your circadian rhythms continuing on. Mental health conditions. I think that pretty much speaks for itself. Health conditions like brain damage, dementia, head injuries, and of course, blindness. I mentioned blindness. You know, the sun. These cues, right? These things that trigger a response. Sunlight is is powerful and amongst the many things that it does it triggers us to awakeness to consciousness to an awareness right and if you were born blind and you never had that cue you know you're in the dark all the time so you don't have that that cue to stimulate that tempo, that cycle, that rhythm within you. And, you know, my heart, prayers, thoughts, positivity goes out to anyone who's deaf, blind, or, or suffering from any ailment, really. You know, I'm a peaceful, positive energy dude. And uh, when I was thinking about that, I had read that. I had to, I had just closed my eyes, right? And imagine living like that. And they are to be admired because to go on with your life, you know, of course, there's a couple of famous people. One for me is, is Stevie Wonder. You know, he's lived a full life, traveled all around and, um, and, and, and influence the world with his wonderful music. Um, this last one that I'm going to mention, which is, um, something that contributes negative to, negatively to your circadian rhythm describes me. Poor sleep habits, lack of a sleep schedule, eating or drinking late at night. And watching these screens. I call it staring into the light because these, these screens are, Strongly lit, high definition screens, you know, and, um, and those things, I know my circadian rhythm is off. I'm going to try to, um, I'm going to try to get it on uh, or try to get it reset and see if that makes me how I, it affects me. And maybe I'll do a whole nother episode about that or I'll include it and, um, in another episode, perhaps. You know what I'm saying? But how's your circadian rhythm? Did you know about circadian rhythms? 
and diurnal rhythms and all of these other biological rhythms of, of our body. If you didn't, I'm glad to enlighten you and share it with you. Like I said, the, the links, if you want to do more research, um, are in the show notes of my episode or will be. Um, and I, like I said, to me, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated. So hopefully, you know, I taught you a few things. Maybe you learned a little bit and you know what circadian rhythms are. You know how to possibly reset them. Um, you know what causes them to go off track and some of the health effects it can have on you. Oh, before I end this episode, it's like I said, I wanted to, I have these two charts, right? And I'm laughing because of what's on a couple of them, but you know, doctors would be like, this is just normal stuff, but. One of them, it has a 24-hour clock, right? Midnight at the top, noon at the bottom. And on this first one, it says 2 a.m. deepest sleep, 4 a.m. lowest body temperature. Do you ever wonder if you get cold while you're in your sleep and pull up those covers? 6.45 a.m. is the sharpest blood pressure rise. Now, I found that very interesting how, you know, with, I told you, the temperature in your body rises when you're coming to consciousness, when you're awakening. Your blood pressure rises as well. You know? Excuse me. And, 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 and um, I just, I just find this, like I said, remarkable to me. 7.30 a.m., your melanin secretion stops. Your body knows to shut off your production of the hormone melatonin. Did I say melatonin? I meant melatonin. It stops secreting it. 10 a.m. supposedly is our highest alertness. 2.30 p.m. best coordination. 3.30 p.m. in the afternoon, fastest reaction time. 5 p.m. greatest cardiovascular efficiency and muscle strength. Huh? Yeah. It's crazy. That's at 5 p.m. 6.30 p.m. Highest blood pressure. I, I just, this, like I said, this stuff it, to me is just amazing when you really start thinking about it. That's one chart. This other chart is titled Circadian Rhythms and the Levels of Consciousness. And a lot of them are similar to the ones that I just mentioned. But this one's color-coded and they have it in sections. Spiritual, physical, emotional, and intellectual. You know, like when there's a, a sharp rise in blood pressure in the AM. This one I found strange. At 10 p.m., bowel movement is suppressed. Now, I suppose that's so you don't crap the bed when you sleep. But I found it odd. And I don't know. Interesting, I guess, that your body suppresses your bowel movement. So if you're one of those morning poopers, then maybe your circadian rhythms are right because your body you know, suppresses that. So all of these physical things, physiological things, all these Body systems. Amazing. Right? Makes me, when I was doing this research, it just made me want to take care of my body even more. Even though I had a giant piece of cake before I started this episode. And we don't eat a lot of cake. Try to stay away from carbs. But I have found this frosting. I found this frosting in my pantry. You know, the little containers in the grocery store frosting. And I was like, you know what? Waste not, want not. I'm not going to throw this away. I guess I could have donated it. But instead, I baked a cake. And I delightfully frosted it. And my wife and son and I have been eating it. It's going to be gone tomorrow because there's not much left. But I think balance of happiness 
You could be the healthiest person, never eat sugar or carbs, work out three hours a day, and just be miserable. I've I've talked about um listen to the episode Vegan versus Carnivore. I talked about <laughs> the something that's missing in vegans, right? There's a little happiness that's not missing. I mean that's missing. There's that the happiness is missing in them, you know? So balance in this life, right? Treat yourself from time to time. But I'm pretty sure that cake is not going to help my circadian rhythm. That's okay. Cause it's resettable. You can reset your circadian rhythm. Yes. Yes, we can. So, I hope you're okay out there. I hope you learned a little something today. I was happy to share this information about circadian rhythms and all of our other biological rhythms. Um, As always, I hope you're doing okay. Like I said, if you're not, find a pathway to be okay. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Mike. And this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed.